Hello and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you are tuned in to another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. What is going on, everyone? What is going on? Very happy to be back here with you all for another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. I know it has been a bit of time since I put out an episode. If you listened to my last episode that I put out this past Thursday, um, you were up to date as to why there was a lack of consistency here. And I definitely encourage each and every one of you all to take a listen to that episode But I do want to once again um, apologize to you all for my lack of consistency. But I also want to shout out one of the listeners, Philip. Shout out to Philip, straight up. Philip found me on my Key to Fashion site, which is my resale fashion brand. And he reached out to me to tell me, you know, he appreciates the sincere content and to continue to put out content. And You know, I always say when your people tell you, when black people, your own people tell you that you're doing something right and it's for the people, you can't stop. And that was a sign from God. And you know what? I I thank you, Philip, so much for reaching out and for sharing your kindness to me. I really do. And for all the other members that continue to listen to this podcast, I thank you all as well. And I also wanted to state that I have officially created an Instagram page for this podcast. I will be creating a website as well for it. So we are rolling with this ball. We are going to continue to roll with it. Um, It's just my own perfectionism that was holding me back. And if you listen to the last episode, (laughs) you will get to know a lot of why I um, was just being a perfectionist here and not being as consistent as I should have been. So I thank each and every one of you all for being patient with me and for sticking with me and for sticking with the Black Millennial Revolution. So here we go. On today's episode, y'all, we are going to be discussing the Black Creative. And in honor of Pisces season, I am a Pisces. Pisces is one of the most creative signs of the Zodiac. And I personally hold my creativity so near and dear to my heart. I've been a creative since the time I was a child. I started dancing at the age of two years old and dancing has been something that has been a part of my life since now. Even till this day, if I cannot dance at a studio, I will dance in my room just to take away any sort of anxiety, frustration, stress, even just happiness. I love to dance and I will dance no matter what. But I've always been a creative. I've loved to dance, as I stated. I love to sing. I used to act as a child. I'm very into fashion. I'm very into expressing myself. And I'm very into other Black people expressing themselves as well. And I know that a lot of Black people that I have you know, encounter that our creators have shared their stories with me about how their family members did not always appreciate their creativity or uphold their creativity or support their creativity. Um, And I want to say to each and every one of you all that shares that experience, if your family didn't support your creativity, that's them. That's them. That has nothing to do with you. You were blessed with your creativity. You You were blessed with those gifts and you have to share them 
with the world. You do. Because you will regret it. I've seen so many family members that I have that did not express their creativity. And the older they get, the sadder they become. Because they didn't do what their soul was calling them to do. And I refuse to be one of those people. And I refuse to have any of you all that are listening to this podcast to be one of those people as well. Um, But I know there are many of us that do have family members that support our creativity. Uh, My uncle Nolan was the one that actually put me in dance school at the age of two years old. It wasn't my mom. It wasn't my dad. It was my uncle Nolan. My mother was someone that was very supportive of my creativity. Um, Very, very, very supportive Um, but she wasn't the initiator for a lot of those creative things that I wanted to do. Um, she was just a supporter. She would take me to acting class. She would take me to, you know, rehearsals for plays. She would support me in my talent shows. She would support me when I would sing in front of family members or in front of different crowds. She would support me, um, But she wasn't the main person that was the initiator, always putting me in these creative avenues. So there's different levels of support is what I'm trying to say. Um, You know, sometimes people will be the initiator of your support or sometimes people will be the person that is constantly supporting you along the way. Um, Either way, no matter who are those people in your life or what support you may have, you have to be your main supporter. You have to support your own creativity. And I salute the black creatives. I love being around other black creatives and to be very transparent with you all. I think all black people are creative beings, whether we all know it or not. The black mind is a very creative mind, which is why we are known for being very inventive people thinking outside of the box. And we are also known for having a lot of our brilliant ideas being stolen and taken away from us. So this has me now diving into this TikTok renegade saga. And if you don't know about TikTok, TikTok is this new social media app that just started last year and it has already taken over. You post short video clips on the app um, and some of them are really viral content that ends up going even out of TikTok. So it's essentially the new Vine, but people definitely are loving this a lot more than they loved Vine. But TikTok is very, very, very popular amongst the Gen Z demographic. So Gen Zs are, I believe they stop at 98 or 99 and until 2015. Um, So it's very popular amongst the Gen Z demographic. And recently, Charlie D'Amelio, who is a 15-year-old, very well-known influencer on the TikTok app, recently became very viral last year. So it's, it's, I would say it's recent because this happened in September and we are still talking about it heavily until this day. Um, so she did this dance by K Camp. I don't know if y'all know K Camp. He had a song um, back in the day in 2014. Ain't nothing cut that bitch off. Or um, what's the other song he had, y'all? Um, 
I like smoking weed. I like getting fly. I like na 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 na. Money baby, money baby, money baby, money baby, money baby, money baby. <laughs> y'all, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> then I apologize. Y'all are probably like, Key, what the heck is that? But y'all, go listen to his song, K Camp Lottery is the name of K-Camp's song. So K-Camp has a song called Lottery and Charlie Dillamilio ends up doing this dance called the Renegade Dance to K-Camp's song. And this video ends up going viral, you all. I'm talking about viral to the point in one week she ended up getting five million followers on that app. The, the video went Skyrocket viral, you all. And this viral content got Charlie tons of opportunities. Some of those opportunities include recently she received an opportunity by dancing, rehearsing and dancing with JLo's Super Bowl team. She also got an opportunity to be a part of the Sabra. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. It is a hummus brand. And she got an opportunity to be a part of their Super Bowl commercial, y'all. So y'all know what I'm trying to say to y'all. That is money. That is money that this 15-year-old girl is getting from this viral dance. In addition, she got signed by UTA, which is United Talent Agency, you all, which is an agency that several other influencers as well as celebrities have been signed to. In addition, I'm not even done. Her 18-year-old sister also got signed to an agency as well, as well as her sister's best friend got some clout too, y'all. Her sister's best friend got signed to another agency and she also got the opportunity to teach the Chicago Bulls the Renegade Dance. All from this viral content, y'all. All from doing this one dance. So now all of a sudden, boom, right in Black History Month, the New York Times <laughs> puts out an article. The New York Times puts out an article right in the beginning of Black History Month. And the article states, the original Renegade. And in the front of the article, you see a 14-year-old black girl where her hand stretched out in a position that's a, one of the positions of the dance. And the caption of the article states, a 14-year-old in Atlanta created one of the biggest dances on the internet. But nobody really knows that. <laughs> All you can do is shake your head. Shake your head. All right? Shake your head. Jalea Harmon is the 14-year-old girl from Atlanta who created this dance, y'all. When she started seeing that her dance was becoming very viral and that people weren't giving her any credit for it, she started commenting other, other people's videos on TikTok and letting them know, like, you know, it's okay for y'all to do my dance, but can you guys at least give me credit? Can you all give me credit? Crickets, crickets, crickets. Her requests were completely, completely ignored. She ended up even creating videos on Instagram about it. 
letting people know about Charlie, letting people know that that was her dance and that her content had been stolen. Still, she wasn't getting as much attention as she should have gotten. Boom. Once that article came out, then everybody started realizing what what went down, what really went down. And that the dance that this 15-year-old Charlie D'Amelio, this young white girl, stole was stolen from a 14-year-old black girl. And I'm not here to bring Charlie down. Charlie's 15 years old. She's young. She's a teen. She still has a lot to learn. But I know for a fact she knows it's wrong. And I know for a fact that her family, her parents, they knew the truth. And they didn't care about exposing the truth. And they all knew what was going on. So even though she's young and I'm I'm not going to attack her at all, I still think what she did is so wrong. And what she did is just a small example of many things <laughs> that have been stolen by black creators. It, it literally it's just a small example. It it truly is. It's 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 just a small example of many Things that have been stolen from black creators throughout history. So finally, Jalea has gotten attention. And, you know, she was on the Ellen show. She got the opportunity to perform at All-Star Weekend. Kate Camp had invited her. But you know who else was there too? Charlie was there as well as her sister was there as well as the best friend. They were there too. They got the opportunity to go to All-Star Weekend as well. Kay Camp didn't invite Charlie, but someone else invited Charlie and her sister and her sister's best friend. So either way, even though we all know the truth and the truth has been exposed, this girl is still getting opportunities. This girl is still signed to that agency. This girl still has tons of followers on TikTok. And what was interesting to me was some people, when Jalea ended up letting people know about what was going down and that this girl stole the dance from her, there were people coming to Jalea saying, oh, she's a clout chaser. She's just saying this for clout. Oh, she's just doing this for clout. Oh, What? Y'all, the the funny thing about this entire situation to me, and I have to be honest, when you go online, because I know y'all are going to do this if y'all haven't seen Charlie do the dance yet. So when y'all go online and y'all see Charlie do this dance, y'all are going to look at that video (laughs) and say to yourself, anyone, anyone can look at this video and look at this dance and can tell that this girl did not make this dance up. Anyone. You do not have to be a dancer to know this. Anyone can look at that dance and tell that that girl stole the dance or this is a dance that she just learned because she was robotic. Every, every movement was robotic. Robotic. God, 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 God. Moving like a damn robot. I'm looking at the video like, are y'all serious? No one could look at this video and be able to tell that this girl stole the dance. Where is the level of discernment? Where is the discernment, people? No one can tell that this girl stole the dance. It is all, yo, y'all, straight up. It is so obvious that the dance was stolen. So that's what really frustrated me to my core too, because it's, it's almost as if 
people just are like, yeah, this dance, we know this dance was probably stolen, but we don't care. It's viral. A young white girl did it. Oh, we're going to give her tons of opportunities. And even now that, you know, we all know that Charlie did steal this dance from this 14 year old black girl, Charlie still has all those opportunities and she has way more opportunities than Jalea probably will ever get. Putting her on the Ellen show and having her perform at All-Star Weekend and having her have a article in the New York Times, that's great. Especially the article in the New York Times because that was what let everybody know what was really going on. So shout out to the New York Times for that. That is um, the power of media and the power of positive media. So shout out to you all for that. But at the same time, she's not signed to no agency. Where's her sponsorship deals? Where's where's her um, commercials and her ads for the Super Bowl? Where's her money that's rolling in that could be used for college or that could be used just for her life? You know, where's all of that? And so I say this to say we must as black creatives protect our work. We must. Because people are going to be stealing our works even more than before. Why? Because the world lacks creativity. And that is something that a lot of black people have. The world lacks creativity, y'all. Think about it. When you go online and you see everybody, a lot of people are just doing the same damn things. Because social media is a world where everybody tries their hardest to be different, but a lot of people are just following the pack. A lot of people are just doing monkey see, monkey do behavior. Think about the Popeye's saga. A lot of people just went to try that sandwich just because other people went to try that sandwich. And no, that has nothing to do with creativity, but it has everything to do with the monkey see, monkey do behavior that is on social media. The world lacks creativity. The world lacks individuality. And as black people, creativity is something that a lot of us naturally possess. Most of us naturally possess. And I'm going to be very confident with that statement. Because I know many of you all might be listening to this right now and and perhaps are thinking to yourself, am I creative? I've never looked at myself as a creative being. Trust me, tap into that. Tap into your imagination and you will understand. Oh, whoa, 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 I am creative. Key is right. All those creative ideas you all think about that you brush to the side and then you end up seeing someone else do an idea that, that you are like, wait, I thought of that idea a few years back. How come I didn't push forward with that idea? Because you didn't really believe in yourself then. You know, as black people, we can be very hard on ourselves at times. And I'm speaking for myself. We don't give ourselves a chance to fail because society never gives us a chance to fail. But when it comes to creativity, that's something that we naturally got. Why do you think people try to bring Michael Jackson down so badly? It wasn't just because he was a powerful black man. It was because he was a creative black man. This man was doing things we've never seen before. Even Prince. These people were doing things that we've never seen before. 
There are several stories of black people tapping into their creativity and realizing what they can do with it. Even the Black Panther Party. Even the Black Panther Party was fueled by creativity and vision. (laughs) Even our revolutionary parties, you all. Creativity isn't just about, you know, dancing or painting. There's more to creativity than just that. Our iPhones is an example of creativity and what creative minds can do. 